feeling stuck in your career or like you're not realizing your potential? Coaching Chats is the podcast for you. Through informative interviews and practical advice, we will help you assess your skills and interests while providing actionable steps to overcome challenges. Become the best version of yourself with Coaching Chats. Welcome back to another episode of Coaching Chats. I'm your host, Rukshana Aliva. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, Tina Saxena. Tina is a leadership trainer, life transformation counselor, and modern applied psychology practitioner. Her career took many diverse turns from working in HR to become a food and nutrition wellness coach. However, her growing curiosity about the human psyche and what drives us led her to explore skilled helping disciplines, eventually joining Ecology, the platform for modern applied psychology. I met Tina at an Ecology event last year. I remember Tina's session and participation resonated with me on a deeper heart level. I always found Tina's participation valuable and insightful. In this episode, we will talk about perspective shifts through appreciation and gratitude. So, without further ado, let's delve into the subject of this video. Welcome, Tina, to this new episode of Coaching Chats. Thank you so much, Shana. Thank you for reaching out. And I loved receiving your message when you spoke about what you're doing. And I would definitely love to be a part of it. Thank you, Tina. I thought to start today's episode uh, with one reflection that has been on my mind uh, that these days there are so many people, um, many people live busy and fast-paced lives, which sometimes uh, can bring stress and negativity into our lives. And it's so important to explore how embracing appreciation and gratitude can lead to profound changes um, in our outlook on life. And I thought maybe if we start um, by just looking at the definition, what does actually appreciation and gratitude mean? I think you rightly said a lot of people are living very distracted lives. They are caught up in the rat race. And I was too once upon a time. I guess you were too. And that happens when we are rushing from one moment to another. We are part of something which we don't even realize that we are part of. We, we are living lives in which we are not even aware that we are living. We are existing in the rat race. And we forget to live the present moment. And appreciation and gratitude are things, things for lack of a better word, which bring us into the present moment. When you take a little moment to stop and just look around you, wherever you are, even right now, whoever's listening, even you and I, when we were having this conversation, and just appreciate the fact that you're alive, what's around you, and then start having a sensation, a feeling of gratitude for the fact that you're alive. 
for everything that you have going for you. And it totally shifts your perspective in life. It makes such a huge change. That's what appreciation and gratitude have done for me. And I can't stop talking enough about really making this shift in your life because it brings you into probably a purpose for living that awareness of my life. Mm-hmm. That resonates so deeply with me, uh, Tina. And you mentioned your personal journey as well, I think, just in in a couple of last sentences. How did you, uh, how did you come maybe to realization how appreciation and gratitude play such a big part in your life? Like what was your journey towards it? It would be difficult to condense it in a sentence or two, but uh, I guess like everybody else, I was part of the rat race and I was just going from one day to another. And at a certain point, I realized that I had more money in the bank than I had time to spend and enjoy that money. And I realized that I wanted to, I, I guess one of the things I wanted to do was to live life more vibrantly. And it was not happening for me. So that led me to try and understand why I was not living a charmed life, the kind of vibrant life that I wanted to live. And that led me to start slowing down a little bit more, to start observing things a little bit more. And one of the things that I used to hear constantly, but I wasn't practicing it, was to give thanks for whatever game you'll be. Give thanks before you eat food. Give thanks for waking up in the morning. And I decided to do it because why not give thanks? It is true that we don't have so many things going for us the way we, so many other people do have. And that makes us kind of live a life which is full of lack because we are comparing our lives to others who have it better than us. And we forget to compare our lives to those who have it worse than us. So no matter what, wherever you are in life, whether it's it's an amazing life full of material success and wealth and things, or it's a life which is simpler, we still need to give thanks for wherever we are, whatever's happening to us. That led me to start a gratitude journal and also uh, with the coming of technology, groups for gratitude. And eventually it went down into the, a WhatsApp group with gratitude. So I started that. I still have it running. And just posting a message and making sure that as you post it, it's not done automatically, but you actually have the intention and you go into gratitude. It has made a massive, massive shift in my life. And I'd love to see the lives of other people who joined me on this journey. Mm-hmm. Thank you. As, and as you said, you started with these small things, right? Just saying thank you, uh, you know, just being grateful for small things that sometimes we don't even notice, right? Yeah. And that brings some sort of awareness and uh, maybe shifts your perspective, right, from lack to abundance it, it does it does I, I was speaking about wanting to live a vibrant life and i realized that uh, the more i slowed down and the more i stopped to even look at a blade of grass a leaf a flower butterfly a ladybug whatever there is so much magic in this world and we just take it for granted we don't even look at it and when you stop and you start looking at it observing it quietly and you start appreciating the magic that has been given to you, the magical world that has been created for you. That shifted everything. And today I have to say, I really have to say, I live the vibrant life that I once dreamed of. And it's all thanks to slowing down, observing, appreciating, 
and being thankful for each moment. Mm-hmm. So important to to practice these things, which as well took me a long time to actually realize it as well. When I lived very busy and fast-paced life, and as you said, only when you slow down, uh, take a bit of a step back, and look at your life and things around you, only then you start to actually realize, oh yeah, actually my life is not that bad, you know? And you s- stop comparing yourself to other people who maybe, you know, with other things, yeah. material, which obviously now, it's <laughs> it doesn't really bother me at all. You, you ask yourself this question, how much do I really need to live a good life? And each of us has our own definition of success. Each of us decides what is rich and successful and famous or whatever we wish to be in life. But you realize as you slow down that really to live a good life, you don't need a lot. You do need a lot of being. Being who you are, being more of who you are. But beyond that, if you live a slow life, a slow-paced life, you really don't need a lot to be tremendously happy and joyful. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is so accurate. Because sometimes we can get into this trap of, you know, earn more, be more, do more. But in reality, when some people get all these things, they're like, oh, actually, I'm, I'm not really happy. I need more, you know. And then it's like a vicious cycle. Uh, that's, yeah. It never ends. And whereas you realize, when you realize that just being in the moment, being aware of yourself, of your surroundings, anything you do in the moment, doing it with gratitude. For example, I used to hate washing dishes or doing housework and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, during my journey, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts and watch a lot of YouTube videos and all by people who had more wisdom than I had. And something really hit me once. Be very grateful for the for the bills you pay, because it means that you have the services that those bills uh, being paid for provide you. Be grateful for the fact that you're washing dishes. It means so much. It means you have food on your table. And that made me realize we take so many things for granted every day. Whereas if we just stop and start to become more intentional about these little things, even the the soap suds on your hands as you wash the dishes. And then you realize there are places where people don't have water to drink. They don't have water for their needs. And here we have everything in life. So why should we still be complaining? At the moment you say, okay, I'm thanking whoever for whatever has been given to me, it shifts totally. Life becomes rich. Mm-hmm. This is most definitely, yeah, it shifts you. Sometimes when, maybe maybe I'm talking sometimes for myself, well, I was probably a few years ago, many years ago, when you're stuck in, stuck in this negativity, and then you, as you say, just think about just I'm grateful for being alive, for being able to wash dishes, to be able to even to walk, right? You're like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm actually in a good place. It takes you from that negativity and ugliness, you know, to, you know, more positive mindset as well. So it's so important to actually practice it. You cannot be negative if you're being grateful. You cannot be in a complaining mindset if you have a gratitude mindset. No. 
complaint is one of the biggest diseases of our society today. People are always comparing themselves to others. Their attention spans are really short. And when I say people, I won't want to generalize, but most people. And a lot of times they just have no clue about how precious life is. How much there is to appreciate. If only they would probably lift their heads from their phones and devices and start looking around at whatever is around us. Mm -hmm. Even the fact, you know, like the body that we have been given, no matter what it has, it's little pains and aches and whatever, at whichever phase we are. But that is what houses us. And it goes through all its bodily processes on its own. It's got a system which works. Just being grateful for that, just observing that. It's an amazing thing, the magic that we are. That's so powerful. It's very powerful. And I'm not, an, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not an expert on appreciation gratitude, but I think there was obviously some studies done on the benefits of it. Do you, Tina, do you know what generally, I don't know, how shall I call it, what changes do gratitude and appreciation bring, bring and do to us? Generally? Massive, massive, massive. The first thing, it brings you awareness of who you are, where you are. Because when you are looking for things, observing things, and you're practicing gratitude, you are not, uh, you cannot be distracted. You are in the moment because you are feeling the gratitude, you are expressing it. So that itself grounds you. And then as you start becoming more aware, more as you slow down, you start appreciating the beauty around you. And you know that in uh, our mental buildup and in our emotional buildup, whatever we focus on expands. Whatever we notice, whatever we give attention to, we get to see more of it. That's just our brains, the way our brains are wired, the way they are, we function. So when you start appreciating things, then you start noticing more things to appreciate and more things to be thankful for. And when you start doing that, you start a positive chain of reaction, which it beats stress, it makes you feel good about yourself and about the environment you are in. Uh, you have a sensation of well-being and you wish to share this experience with others. So it also leads you into service at times, which is one of the best things you can do for yourself. When you're helping others, uh, when you're doing something for somebody else, it makes you feel really good and it takes away your attention from whatever is not functioning or not right in your life. So stress, anxiety, panic, you name it. It, it breaks those patterns and it puts you into a cycle of well-being. And we can speak with words, but the impact is exponential. It's amazing. And it takes, doesn't take a long time. It takes a little while just to remember. And sometimes in the beginning, I remember I used to put alarms on my phone to remind me to take a moment off my day sit with myself, breathe, and be appreciative and grateful. Really doesn't do it. Mm, do, you, do you have what you call, you know, there are some diaries, like, and people use it, you know, some people have it like a ritual every day, put things. A gratitude Yeah, gratitude journal. Do, do you have one of those? I used to have. I don't use it too much now because now, Thankfully, my moments are more lived in gratitude than I don't have to remind myself anymore. It's the other way around. Sometimes I have to remind myself to be distracted with work or something. 
But yes, when I started, I did have a gratitude journal and I would sit down and religiously write down uh, an entire page or half a page. And then I would read through it again and again. It does help in grounding, grounding you. It reminds you of so many things to be grateful for. It helps you notice what's around you and appreciate it. Yes, yes, that's that's very accurate. And as you said, um, it has a very positive impact on your mental mental health, your well being generally. You know, you 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 you're not stuck into this negativity, or yeah, you appreciate little things. Actually, this is what makes you know a, a life worthwhile. You know, rather than just chasing you, you change as a person. And it has a huge impact on the people around you. Yes. Yes. I think you become a bit more, a bit more compassionate. I believe, yeah, kinder person. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is just kind of shifts I've I've noticed, and from other people as well. Yeah. Your relationships change because you have more patience, more compassion, like you said, mm-hmm. and uh, you become. Since you yourself become more peaceful, more grounded, the people around you, they notice that you have more patience with them. And eventually the relationships in your life are more harmonious. There's another thing I've noticed. It's like the relationships which do not serve you anymore, or the ones which are very, very argumentative, not harmonious, tend to kind of drift away from you. It's quite interesting to notice that as well. Mm. So the relationships that, for example, like didn't serve you, and once you, is is how yeah yeah you just uh, you kind of do not uh, in a way get involved with situations or people whose behaviors are toxic or situations which are very stressful. Somehow they tend to move away from you on their own. It's an after effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember actually one of your posts on LinkedIn. I think that you were talking something in between the lines. Oh gosh, you need to remind me that um, things that you invest your time right now, and in and things that you don't you don't invest your time right now. And uh, you did mention people, so you, how shall I say, you you. Yeah, you see, if the, if this is not the right thing for you, you you're not going to spend your time. Um, become more selective and like selective yeah yes your priorities change change yes uh, yeah now i ask myself the question anything that comes up i ask myself the question is this worth my time and energy because you know when we are young we are starting our careers and we want to go up the ladder and anything and everything is just like as so as long as i manage to go up the ladder and we're just looking at the small world which we have around us mm-hmm and as you grow uh, older and wiser and you become more aware of things and you start living more slowly, more intentionally, you realize that we are the only ones who decide how we wish to live our lives. And we can either be distracted in the living of it, but we still are the ones deciding whether we may not be aware of it. Or we can become more intentional about it. And that's where you realize none of us has any guarantees about how much time we have in this world. We think we have a lot of time, but so many things happen around us. There is no guarantee. That realization when it hits you, or if you've had a close shape with death or a close call, you suddenly start realizing that your time, 
your energy are way more precious than your career, your career path, your bank balance, or anything else. So you don't have to tolerate situations which you don't like. You don't have to do anything which you don't like. And you can actually make decisions which serve the peace in you, the joy in you. You don't have to go for the path which you thought you had to go for. That makes a huge difference as well. You become more selective. Mm -hmm. It seems like very liberating to live life this way, right? You don't need to conform or do things that, you know, that that's not suitable for you just to please someone or I think as you become wiser through years yeah. you you people do eventually come to you, this you don't waste time anymore and you actually become the author of your own life the producer the director the main protagonist the author and nobody else is writing the story of your life for you which you have to follow really really you're the one who makes a decision there are times when you can just decide to sit back and relax there are times when you decide to throw yourself into a project with passion. You begin to realize that you are the one who, re who decides in every moment. And every decision has consequences. And you take full responsibility for your life, for your decisions and the consequences of those decisions. That's a big one. Yes. No one else. Yeah, you are basically in the driving seat of your life and you decide how you want to, or which direction you want to go and which, what people you want to have in your life and yeah. other things as well. You don't tolerate a lot of nonsense from people anymore, which is big. Big probably realization for you, isn't it? wasn't it? Yeah. Big for everybody, I guess, because we've been conditioned to, you know, be so many things that we are not. We are put into a system which teaches us the school, which gears us to become responsible adults in a system. Whereas when you start slowing down and thinking for yourself and going into yourself, you start actually detaching from the system you're plugged into in a way. And I'm not saying that the system is a bad system or a good system. I'm just saying that you get to make the decisions of what role you wish to play in the system or out of it. You, you develop your critical thinking skills. You begin to think a little more out of the box, as they say. Yeah. And then you realize, actually, there is the box. The only box is the one which we have mentally created for ourselves, or we have been conditioned to create for ourselves. Yes, that's that's very true. That's very true. Seems like It seems to me that, you know, appreciation and gratitude it's like a it seems like it has become a way of life for you as well it is it is uh, there's there's something which i really like which is be thankful for wherever you are and be thankful for the problems you do not have be thankful for everything that you do have because you have no clue about what the big design for your life is so when you're thankful and you're appreciative of everything that life brings, whether it's an obstacle, a problem, an illness, a difficult person, a difficult boss or whatever. When you start giving out that kind of energy, that kind of aura in a way, it is noticed and it goes and impacts everybody else around your life. 
So I guess you can even kill your problems with kindness and gratitude. Mm. Yeah. Definitely you can. And I think it definitely helps. It definitely helps as well with your attitude and your outlook. You know, there are people who are a bit, you know, not aggressive a little bit, pushy and other things. But if they turn things around, you know, the attitude, you know, a bit more kind, compassionate or deal in a different, you know, yeah, a bit more, uh, depends on the situation, obviously. It always helps in business, at work, in personal relationships, uh, you know, being less aggressive or less, what you call blaming people for something. Just things. slowing down in life, just slowing down in life and observing and realizing that everybody else is, everyone is dealing with their own things. Like, yeah. so nobody has it better or worse than us, more or less. Everybody has things that they're dealing with. And we can decide how we wish to live this life. So we can live it with uh, acquisition, we can live it with gratitude, we can live it with intention, with awareness, and we can live it with a lot of compassion towards anybody and everybody else. Not just people, but everything around us. The softer we become, the softer life becomes towards us. Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost as if the energy that we give out the attitude that we give out returns back to us. And I'm a firm believer of the golden rule, which is like, at your soul, so shall you reap. Whatever you put in is what you'll get out of life multiplant. Mm -hmm. Yes, is it like a, not karma, but I don't, I don't think it's the right word. You see it, yeah? Whatever you plant is the fruit you will get multiplied. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to plant an apple tree, for example, the tree will bear lots of apples. If, if you plant a lemon tree, you'll get lots of lemons. So you cannot expect to plant an apple tree and get watermelons, for example, which is like you cannot expect to plant aggression and the jealousy and envy and the negative emotions and hate for the world and for other people and then expect to get lots of love and kindness and compassion. It just doesn't work that way. Yes. What, whenever you're grateful, for example, if, if you give a gift to somebody and that person smiles at you and appreciates the gift that you gave and they thank you for it, how do you feel as the giver of the gift? You feel good. So the same thing, I think life, when, when you appreciate what life gives you and you thank life for it, life feels good and it says, okay, this person is an appreciated person, let me give more to them. You feel like giving to people who are grateful to you. Whereas if you give something to somebody and they just kind of snarl and they don't like it and it's obvious they don't appreciate what you've given, you will not feel called to give them the next time anything at all. It's the attitude of dryness that they're giving you. So that's the way life behaves with us. That's, that's what I feel. That's what has been my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm as well myself more. I would like to be around people like this who, um, yeah, appreciate if I give them something. So like, oh, you know, thank you. Appreciate maybe my value. Well, it depends, obviously. Like it can be my family member. Or it can be anyone. Yeah. It always feels nice uh, that someone appreciates my efforts or my input into something. And yeah, and gives me 
an opportunity again. I was like, I want to be around that person. I want to interact with them. I want to help them more because they appreciate yeah. me. It's an extra glow that you get. I mean, you would give even if they don't appreciate, if you feel like giving and it makes you feel good, just the act of giving. But if somebody appreciates, you feel even better. You feel even nicer. Yeah. 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 In some way, it feels so rewarding as well. Like, oh, you know, I, and someone is grateful for that. It feels good. That's, that's what I'd be like. Life gives me stuff, good stuff, bad stuff. Well, good and bad are gain relative. And I said, thank you, life. Thank you for that. And I think life is okay. This one's appreciation. We can give them more of it. Mm-hmm. So love gives you even more back because of your good intention, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Just the fact that you appreciate. Mm-hmm. And it makes everybody feel good. It makes life feel good and it makes me. It makes me feel good to be able to appreciate what I'm given. What I give. What I'm given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so it's so profound. Thank you, Tina. And I was wondering for people who live these busy lives, uh, how how can they how they can they cultivate daily practicing gratitude? Maybe the how can they start? Or as you said, they can start today. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's now in this moment, I was I, I I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to speak. And I'm, I'm grateful for anybody who will listen uh, and take something out of the conversation. So that's itself is a big thing. I think sometimes when we are distracted, we need to remind ourselves, just like we have to do lists or uh, the main task of the day. I think we need to tune in intentionally and say, I wish to make a shift in my life. And for that, I need to find time. So depending on whatever is your personality, whatever is your work ethic, whichever way you go, you can start creating those moments. The first thing to do is probably just to create space in your day where your alarm rings and you just take that moment to stop everything you're doing and just breathe and look around you. And then allow the feeling of gratitude. What is one thing you can be grateful for? What did you eat that you can be grateful for? What are the things around your room that you can be grateful for that you have with you? And once you start the list, it is endless completely. It's like uh, the things that you have, the services that you have, the people in your life, the relationships that you have, the pets that you have. There's no limit to gratitude. And you can start being grateful for every hair on your head one by one. There's no limit to it. And the more you're grateful, the more you remember to be grateful for that's how it starts. Being accountable, having an accountability partner can be great. Joining a group of gratitude like the WhatsApp, which I have where I put in a message whenever I feel like it in other people. But it's just based on gratitude. That's the starter. And when you're being grateful, you can't complain. And when you're grateful, you cannot be negative. Yes. Yes, that's true. I think everyone can find time in the day where they can sit down and as well just you know take a step back just take a deep breath and just do yeah. these reflections and everyone has there is no excuse of anything for that um, you can have a gratitude journal yeah you can uh, you can at the moments which you feel angry frustrated irritated you can even stop take a deep breath and say i am grateful for this feeling of anger and frustration 
and just see the way your energy comes down, the way you come down, because you are uh, allowing yourself to feel that feeling, you're acknowledging it. That itself is a huge shift in the way your body would react. Yeah, yeah. Well, she said, well, come you a bit down and it's like, well, what, is it worth it to, you know, to complain or is it worth it? It depends obviously on the situation. If it's a, if a person is in a stressful situation sometimes, even though, you know, a lot of things in my life when I was stressed, when I look back, it was just minor things. I, I was like, why? It wasn't even worth my time. Now I'm just laughing at this. But at that time, I thought I was going to cry. Yeah, in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Obviously, you see, ways probably as we, as we called, as we get wiser, you know, a lot of things start to shift. Now, obviously, when I look back, I'm, I'm just, so it was, I, I'm thinking it wasn't worth of my time to actually be down in a low mood and, you know, sometimes being, yeah, a bit down. Whereas, you know, I had, had a lot of, I had just, you know, my family, I had my husband and other things. Just a happy mood. Yeah. That's the perspective shift. See, we've been conditioned to feel those bad moods and stay in that bad mood. Whereas as you grow and as you do more of this journey of awareness, you realize that very few things are actually, actually worth your time and energy. And you can actually choose the state of being which you wish to stay in most of the time. So you can choose to be angry for how long you can choose to be frustrated you can choose to be happy to be full of laughter and joy you can set an intention that during my day i wish to experience most of the time peace joy bliss so anything that will come which will break that would be a minor matter because you'll deal with it and then you'll go back to being your natural state and by the way our natural state is a state of peace joy and bliss everything else is just a surface superficial state of being which we go through because of the conditioning or the thoughts that we tend to harbor in our head and it also seems to me that when we um, write what we are grateful grateful it's not even a thinking process it's not like you know setting goals for future things like this it's more of a connecting on a, on a heart level you know an emotional level I'm grateful you know or having a cat, you know, just simple things yeah. like this. Yes. I'll reveal a secret to you, which I came across, that I find really powerful, which says, gratitude in advance for anything is a sure precursor of bringing that thing into reality. For example, mm. now we live in a state where every, every moment is bliss anyways, which is a blessing. But if there's anything that I would like to have in my life or any experience I'd like to have, let's, let's say, for example, I wish to go for a trip to Egypt. Right now, I'm sitting here. I don't have it on the cards right now. But I can start feeling grateful for my journey to Egypt. Even without having planned it, without having it in my future. Just having the desire and being grateful for it. So I'm thanking in advance my life, the universe, God, source, whatever you wish to say, who dispenses things into our lives. And I'll just say, I'm, I'm so very thankful for this journey that I'm going to take to Egypt. It is going to bring the journey closer to me somehow. I'm a firm believer of that as well. Gratitude in advance 
for what you want will bring it to you faster. And the powerful part. Yeah, it is so powerful. Yeah, when you concentrate on what's what you want, what yeah, and being grateful rather than oh, you know, I can't go to Egypt because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is yeah, that's actually really powerful and very transformative. In, in it's almost like a future based thing. Yeah, like you do future basing regarding your goals. This thing where it's like being thankful for having achieved something and finding that it is coming closer to you. It's it's uh, yes, it's like a probably visual, visualizing as well yes. at the same time. Thank you. Yes, yes. Yeah, this. Yeah, and it's actually worked for for a lot of people. You know, when I read some stories, and people do lay out in the same terms that nobody said, "Oh, you know, because I didn't want that," and it became a reality. They all start with this spiritual, you know, like you know, being grateful. This is where I want to be. This is what I want. So yeah. So interesting. And you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, do you run sessions? You said run sessions when you teach gratitude and appreciation or you just talk about this? I I do a lot of workshops on a lot of things, but gratitude and appreciation, mindfulness, I would say more than that, uh, than just uh, which encompasses so many things in our lives. So which kind of leads us to awareness, intention, being intentional, uh, shifting our perspective through forgiveness letting go of so many things, uh, on the petty things in life, gratitude and appreciation for where we are, acceptance, self-acceptance, self-compassion, so on and so forth. And it leads us into becoming uh, more emotionally mature, emotional management, learning to intentionally design our life. And like I said, we are in the driving seat, we are the authors of our life, so we begin to take that power of designing our life and living it on our terms. Obviously, it has to be a win-win situation for everybody around us, uh, including the environment around us. And it's it's a beautiful journey into, into the self. It's a beautiful journey of becoming more of who we actually are and letting go of what does not serve us. Mm-hmm. No, that's interesting. I would like to attend one of those. Do 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 you run them online or in person? At the moment, online. I'm looking at doing them in person also where I am right now in the local city, but I still have a lot of things on my plate before I get to doing that. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm only, if I'm honest, I'm, I'm only, I have embarked on this journey probably a few years, January, January on a journey of personal growth, but not... I have to. I have to be honest. I I, I don't have any, uh, you know, gratitude journal. I don't. I don't actually express my gratitude by writing it down. I normally what I normally do. I just can. I can verbally say that, you know, when I wake up in the morning or just I do certain things or when I'm in a stressful situation. I was like, okay, you know, take a deep, deep breath. You know, I have this. I have that. <laughs> you know, my, my family is. You know just touch wood is alive and things like that and healthy um i can only say it verbally but not you see i'm not very i don't practice it as a ritual that's the thing see rituals help us uh, kind of get grounded 
it's not necessary, but it can be useful. So that depends. Everybody chooses whatever serves them best. And more than the saying and the writing, what's important is the feeling, entering that feeling. That's where you start allowing it to move through your body. And we do everything in our lives because of the feelings we get when we do it. The good things, the bad things, the naughty things. If, if we get pleasure or a feeling of well-being from something or a need of ours is met, we will do it happily. So gratitude which shifts us into remaining in that feeling of joy, thankfulness and feeling of bliss. Being able to feel the gratitude is more important than writing it down or verbalizing it. Writing it down or verbalizing it are just instruments to get you to feel it. Mm, that's good to know. I thought maybe I'm just missing something out, generally, <laughs> in case. Uh, yeah, it has more practice into it. But as you said, it's more of a, yeah, as a feeling, you know. Um, so it's the feeling. Is, I mean, if you're writing it, you're not feeling anything. It's just automatic writing. But if you're saying it, but uh, you're not feeling it, then it's just, you know, you open your mouth and you just speak the words. Connecting everything, your body, your feeling, your breathing and everything together, that's a powerful experience. And that's the key to living life, feeling good about your life, good about yourself, good about the environment, the people that you have in your life. That's what all of us are looking for. That's basically in a way love. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes as well, when I, when I do walks in nature, it really helps me to abstract from some... Is all task, my daily task, my to-do list, and generally just start appreciating, as you as you said at the beginning, just nature, you know, things that around you also actually really helps. Um, I know I know you live in a, in, a, in in Italy. Well, you live in Italy in, in India, but when I read your bio, it says you like hiking, and I suppose do you when you hike, do you observe and I observe a lot. Uh, my hobby for the past few years has been ever since I got a phone which can shoot pictures in my hand, life became really different for me. I love stopping, going for slow walks, and then just observing the leaves, the flowers, the, the mushrooms, for example, anything that's there. The droplets of water or dew in the morning. And then I like to take close-up shots. And that slows me down. And then through the lens of the camera, I observe and then I remove the telephone and then I look at the things. That makes me observe a lot. So for anybody who wishes to slow down and observe and be appreciative, I can recommend doing that. We already have our phones in our hands most of the time. Utilize it for becoming more powerful as an observer, as an appreciator, and as somebody who gets thanks for life. Jinx pictures. Yes. And it's it's a challenge today i'm going to take pictures of 10 different things in nature and then i take the type frame edge to compose it and i just have fun with it and there is so much of wounds that we do not see when we are walking through life really fast the spider webs with the dew drops on them beautiful mm -hmm. no it's so powerful tim actually uh, because even you know when i do walks i listen to podcasts and i find myself because i'm 
having my head busy right now, and I'm not thinking sometimes, unless mm -hmm. I switch it off, take my phone away, I put my phone away, only then I can concentrate and appreciate that beauty around me, like birds and, you know, trees and I could have rabbits and squirrels, things, you know, animals around me. But it's, it's, it's interesting you said your phone because it does distract uh, and you can't focus. Yeah, but then, yeah, I'm not using it in anything else. The only thing I'm using it is to use the camera and through the lens, look at something that is in nature. Uh, most of the time when I'm walking, my phone is in my pocket and I'm looking around to see if I wish to photograph something. And the people are walking, everybody's with their heads down into their devices. Mm. And there are times that you have to kind of get aside, otherwise they crash into you. And you wonder, there's such beauty around us. And people are so lost in that little device. Their world is so small and that little thing. Yeah, no, everyone, every, you know, everywhere I go, everyone is on their phones, in a cafe, you know, just everywhere. And it's interesting, I... I heard the other day one doctor, I don't remember his name, but he did say that if people constantly are on their phone, constantly consuming content, even nourishing content, might be a good content, they don't allow their brain to process life and to come up with their own thoughts and emotions, which is quite yeah, detrimental. Yeah, we become consumers and this is also killing off the sense the ability that we have of imagination and creative expression, because we are just consuming whatever's been given to us, even good content, like you said. But it is not developing our critical brain. It is not helping us hold the skills of creativity. And as neuroscience also says, if we do not use our body, especially our hands, uh, in doing the little tasks, even repetitive tasks, our neural connections will not be as good as they grow older. One of the best things against Alzheimer's that you can do besides having a good lifestyle and diet is keep in hands busy. And today with these devices, we've forgotten how to write, draw, paint, or use our hands for carpentry or things like that. And the less we use our hands, the easier it is for us to uh, be more prone to diseases, which are degenerated diseases of the brain. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that, I didn't know about that, but that's, that's very insightful. That's good to know. So now I need to, no, it's, it's yeah. Get it's, off the phone and do a lot of things with your hands. Yeah, no, it, it is just to do something with hands, you know, yeah, as you said, to, um, how shall I say, not to develop that creative part of mind, but just, yet. Yeah, to constantly to use it yeah to use it yeah yeah to use it otherwise it's just uh, yeah it, otherwise you it, you you know these cells will decline and it will bring to some sort of diseases in 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 the future my brain see when you sit quietly not it's only when you are unable to sit quietly that you cannot hear what life is telling you yeah, yeah. Because otherwise it's just noise. Yeah, how many of us actually go and sit down in a park, quiet, without looking at the phone, and then just allow ourselves to observe things, and slowly the voices in our head tend to kind of die down because we are concentrated talking at the variety of green shades 
of the plants or, or some birds or butterflies or kids playing in the distance. And then we can listen to noises, sounds, which we've forgotten the chirping of the birds, the buzzing of the bees, everything that's nature. No, I don't. Then we can hear life talk to us. It's so important to be mindful of that. Yeah, even practice it. Practice it. Just do it. Because I, I, yeah, I rarely see people without any any phones. Even people who talk to each other in the cafes, they're all on phones. Uh, they're messaging each other across the table. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I was like, what's the point of catching up physically if you can't, if you're constantly on your phone? Yeah, it's it's an interesting time we're living. And as you said, it's, it's you see, there are consequences to that type of behavior. Of habits, is it just a habit? And people got used to, yeah, it's yeah because as well, it, I I connected with you recently on LinkedIn, but and I've noticed your posts are very very deep, you know, very how shall I say? Yeah, you can see you do practice a lot of gratitude and appreciation. All your posts are very deep on a like emotional level. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they resonate with you. Um, they resonate with you. Yeah, they, they did. Re- yeah, they they did resonate with me, and I want to go through more of them because I connected with you recently, and I, it it really you know it just makes me think as well, because sometimes as well I have my goals, uh, you know I'm quite a future focused person. I want to complete this this this, but then I thought, what's the point? You know, I just need to because otherwise, you know, I I, I I stop appreciate life and other things, and and it, and as well if something goes wrong, I can be I can be. I can't say low. Yeah, I can be, you know, feeling low. But then again, why why low? You know, I have all these other things. Use it as a stepping stone to move further. That's also something I learned as I grew. Nothing is uh, it's permanent. Everything is temporary. So the good things are temporary and the bad things, the not so good things are temporary. So why do we have to allow them to throw us down for a long period? I used to waste a lot of my time feeling bad moping, regretting, frustrated. And it took me a while to realize it's just a waste of my life force and my life and my energy and my time. So today, yes, bad things happen. Uh, life throws curveballs at you. You get hit. You get hit really bad. But I'm not going to stay in that situation for a long period of time. I'm going to get out as fast as I can. And the moment I can get up, I'm out and about and enjoying life. So everything is temporary, and I try to make sure that the obstacles are really temporary, and the states of mind which are not good are really temporary. The negative emotions, I acknowledge them, I sit with them, and then I release them because I want to continue to feel good and joyful. And we can do that. We can design our life. Yeah, no, totally. And we can also yeah choose how we want to feel today. Yes, it's a let go of the past. Let go of anything that does not serve you. It is a painful process in the beginning, but it keeps getting easier as you go through it. And thank your past. Thank the obstacles, because without them, you would not be the wise person that you are today. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, because you know, if I if I hadn't done all that mistakes in my life, otherwise I wouldn't have learned things about myself. 
yeah otherwise i wouldn't probably be who i am today maybe i can say yeah. that here's the lesson let go of the memories of the bad experiences but be grateful because without that we would not have grown into who we have become yes this is very very and true yep yep we we forget to be grateful for the difficult times and those are the ones which make us grow that's the biggest point of gratitude actually that we ought to be having the tough times the tough people mm -hmm. to, to even to be grateful for that tough times or the situations we had in in life or even the tough person who really gave us a hard time because if they hadn't done that we wouldn't have developed the compassion the patience the the boundaries that we have today yes yes that's true yes yeah yeah that's actually remind me of one one yeah instance at work and uh, i don't know if i should say that publicly right now but now when uh, well there was some something happened at work when i used to work in financial services and i thought that's just ruined my confidence and everything uh, with the person i worked but then when i look back i'm actually thankful for that person because i actually went through it i actually changed jobs and i found a better job because of that but that time the person did, who did not treat me well um you know i was so resentful i said why do i deserve to be treated like this why did he behave like this i'm going on but yeah but now when i look back um yeah i'm grateful that it really happened to me because i actually See, took sometimes we need life to push us off the comfort zone otherwise we're so comfortable we don't do it on our own and there's something better waiting for us so sometimes it's good if a person or a situation comes and pushes us and life does that to us it says i'm going to push you because if i don't push you you will not grow you will not move you're too comfortable yeah yeah and all and yes and a lot of people actually don't realize it until maybe late you know fast forward how many years and so like yes you look back and you say thank god for that experience which was horrible at the time but look where i am today yeah yeah if it wasn't that bad experience otherwise probably I would be just doing yeah would probably have yeah been. A bit like a zombie, even yeah. zombie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. No, it's true. No, it's so important to is you know by talking to you to, you know, you know practice, then you know self awareness, practice gratitude and appreciation, because you know we by doing so we can connect on a deeper level to ourselves, to other people. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's it's been so insightful talking to you, Tina. I'm going to probably conclude our um, conversation on this note. Do you have anything to say to our listeners? Take a deep breath, and everything is temporary. This too shall pass, whether it is an amazing part of your life or it is a not so amazing part of your life, and just be thankful for every everything it's a blessing life is a blessing it's precious and we get to decide exactly where we want to take our lives when we realize that we are the only power in our lives nobody no situation nothing has power over us take responsibility for your life be grateful for it appreciate every moment the good ones the bad ones and live an amazing life 
that's what we're here for to experience joy, to experience an amazing life, all of us. Oh, thank you so much, Tina, for this insightful and such a powerful conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. And before we finish, uh, how can, I, can how can our listeners find you? Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn. They can find me on Facebook. Uh, in, in, in that, you, if, you, if you want to send a message, sometimes I put up my workshops on LinkedIn. So if you want to join a workshop, you can join a workshop. If you want to connect, you can send a message. And uh, if you feel uh, inspired by whatever I post, like Rukshana said, it resonates because it comes from here. It doesn't come from AI or chat, GPT, but a lot of people are saying, don't do your content, do it. Let, let the artificial intelligence do it. And I just wonder if it's going to do my work for me. What, are, what am I going to do in life? I enjoy doing the things I do. No, no definitely keep, keep going, Tina, with your human content. Because it's definitely yeah. resonating, so inspiring, so calming, so soothing as well. Very soothing content. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll definitely leave your contact details in the show notes below. Below for, below, yeah, in the show notes for our listeners, so for them to connect with you. And again, thank you so much for being with me today. I, I, I'm very grateful to you for agreeing to be on my show. Thank you, Tina. It was, it was a thank pleasure. You. Thank you. Become the best version of yourself with Coaching Chats.